The Not A Golf Podcast podcast may contain language not suitable for some listeners. If you choose to drink and listen, please enjoy responsibly and not while driving, chipping, or putting. During testing of this podcast, brain cramps were experienced by some trial listeners, most commonly in those with little to no sense of humor and those wearing white sans belt slacks. Results may vary. Listener discretion is advised. This is the season one finale, break free, best of, everyone is here, right off the bat, Buttons and I, in the pin high room at Caddy's Whiskey Tavern, we are joined as usual by Bill, the Minerals Inc., Mr. America himself, Donnie B., and the head chef, kitchen master, Chef Will Regret It. Gentlemen... How is everyone? Good. After that 77 today, Jay, I'm doing good, buddy. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Chef Seven. Will, how are things? <laughs> things are settling down, uh, I hope, with quote-unquote Mrs. S and her rat dog. Um, I would appreciate if you include in my introduction going forward, dog lover. all right i think uh we will help chef will out with that one and make sure that dog lover is included in his introduction is that proven in court i can neither confirm or deny we're still in litigation chef will hashtag dog lover and the mineral how are things going in anchorage alaska uh, not too bad. They're calming down at work. You know, just nice, easy, relaxing weekend. Didn't really do much of anything for once. Nice. Gentlemen and lady, before we get started, listeners, don't forget, head over, listen, download, follow, and share on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Not A Golf Pod, and then Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and where you catch your podcasts. I ask every time, first question, what is everyone drinking? Donnie B? Um, I'm doing my Dr. Pepper again with my, uh, you know, I like it with the Bacardi. It's got a good taste to it. Dr. Pepper and Bacardi. I like it. Yeah. Uh, And I'm using the white cup today. Using the white cup today. Just, I don't know. It was easy to get to. Chef Will, wine, whiskey, beer? Yes, as always. And that door, buddy. Hashtag wine, yep. whiskey, beer. The mineral, did I ask you? I don't think I asked uh, Peach tea. Peach tea. Buttons. Gross. <laughs> Buttons. What are you drinking? I don't know. What am I drinking? Buttons. Jefferson? Yes, Buttons is drinking... Jefferson's very small batch blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, bottled in Louisville, Kentucky. And I am having Uncle Nearest, which is also a small batch whiskey, 
out of Kentucky. No, I'm sorry. My apologies. It's a Tennessee whiskey, Shelbyville, Tennessee. Gentlemen, I appreciate you all coming together. Uh, I wanted to wrap the season up with a best of show, kind of get everybody's thoughts, quick thoughts on how they feel season one went, and then, of course, follow up and reintroduce the beginning of season two starting on August 28th. So I will start this off. Overall, how does everyone feel about season one? DB? I think from episode one to episode six, we all improved 100%. So I actually look forward to this. So it's, it's a good, it's a good time, but we're all learning together. Right. So I'm enjoying it. Uh, I would agree. We've definitely found each other's kind of rhythm. I think we've, we're starting to find our own grooves and, in lanes every episode gets better and i'm really excited about uh moving forward uh bill what what do you think overall season one coming to a close what do you think uh kind of along the same lines uh really impressed at just how far along we have come from episode one to this point um just the progression and everyone has just been really neat. And also, yeah, thank you for just producing and putting everything together. Yeah. Doing all the legwork you do. It's been impressive. No, the thanks goes to you guys. Ah, shit. All I do is show up and sit here. Uh, buttons season one. What are your thoughts? Uh, with the other guys, with the other guys, you like it. You think, do you think we are finding at least finding an identity? I know we we don't like, like Donnie said. We get better every time, so and we're learning. So I think it'll be. I think next season will be a lot better. One of the recommendations when starting the podcast, of course, because I did research before we started this, and they were very adamant about zooming into a subject and finding a subject matter and finding a particular audience. And when I thought about it, I was like, that's exactly not what I want. I want this to just be the most random anywhere. It could go anywhere. We could talk about, you know, sports one minute. We could be and – that, and I think that's what we've found. I'd like to think that that's our identity is that we're not any – we're not a golf podcast, but we're not a sports podcast. We're not a news podcast. We're not any particular – uh, comedy podcast, but we have those elements that we are bringing in almost every episode. We're bringing you a little bit of each of those elements, uh, at least for those of you who are listening from beginning to end and not like Wes Perry that's just downloading because Bill Zink was your hero <laughs> in high school and he asked you to do so. <laughs> oh, I have. Uh, we have. Here's a, a shout out to West Perry. If you're actually listening, West yeah. Perry. If you're actually listening, all we want is for you. We'll put some kind of random post out there that will mean it. We'll just say West Perry holler or something like that. We'll do it across, and we just start want you to... as, as a not a golf podcast. Start following West Perry High School. You can find them through my page. I thought we were. You might be. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't notice. We'll double check. So. We'll double hey, check. And, and awesome. again, Wes Perry, if you're li if you're actually listening to this, and 
and listening to the minerals content and the rest and putting up with the rest of our bullshit. Um, please let us know that, that you're, because we think you are. We think you're, you're dedicated listeners. If you are, let us know that you are. And, again, we're going to make sure that everybody that is, that is downloading, because I can see where these downloads are coming from, and we're going to put those top uh, locations. We're going to put something that shouts out to you guys. Uh, okay. Chef Will. We got a, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Did I interrupt? I had Donnie. Maybe. I was just going to say, we got a follower um, up in PA, JP, Jay Perez. Yes. Every one of our, he's listened to every one of our episodes. He liked them. He was really looking forward to the cooking, live cooking show. He was really looking forward to it. He keeps asking me when that was going to happen. And I told him we were going to kind of get that coordinated later on in, in uh, season two. So we got to make sure we do that for sure. Well, Jay Perez, I will um, reiterate from what I said in between two shows. Please know that we are going to bring you that cooking show. But, Jay, we want you to know that when we bring it to you, it will be properly planned and that we will have our shit together before we do because before I rush it, and again, admittedly, I tried to rush it out of the gate. Um, that was my fault. That's why it didn't get put out because I tried to rush it and tried to for it to be perfect in a rush situation, which wasn't going to happen. That was a nightmare waiting to happen. We are bringing you that, Jay. The rest of our listeners, we're bringing you that cooking show that will come to you in season two. It will come to you live as promised, and we will possibly maybe have a guest on who will help judge kind of an initial it won't be an overall judging but it will be kind of an initial you know here's what i think from from uh some some instant feedback from an unbiased uh source so jay hang in there we appreciate you thus far we really do enjoy that and we did mention jay back what was it, episode two or three i think yeah yeah so jay's actually getting two spots here <laughs> on okay. podcast podcast um, so on to Will, Chef Will, I would like to know, uh, you have been, you were part of the show's identity and what may upon, uh, first presumption, what may seem pretty dull packaging, you have definitely brought a lot of color to the show and, and I feel, please, um, agree or disagree folks, but Chef Will is part of that identity of this show. Well, if you're going to give me that lead-in, why don't you tell them the honest truth? That when you interviewed me before the podcast went on, you fired me sight unseen and said I couldn't be a part of it. That is, that's a, that's a half-truth. Full that's truth. That's a half-truth. That is a half-truth. I will admit. It, Buttons, put, help me out here. It's half-truth because it just... The way that, that Jay had it originally planned just wasn't working out. Right. The form, <laughs> Chef Will, the format that I had and, and kind of how I had you playing into it later was didn't kind of fit what I thought to be uh, every episode repetition. Right. 
Um, well, then you sent us your when you followed up with an with an actual audition. This and, and again, our preceding talks were just, <laughs> hey, we want you to come in and be a part of this. It wasn't an audition. And then when you actually sent an audition in, that was very impressive. Immediately, buttons. Immediately, I told her, he is. That's it. He no. will be here every we time. Had to have he will be here every time. So, half truth, you did not get fired. You were, your hours denied were denied. You were just going to be delayed a little Technically while. Technically, your hours full time. <laughs> yeah, you went from full time to part time, as the mineral says. Uh, but, again, you nailed it when you needed to nail it. And you you won. Not only did, not only did you win the full time spot, but we gave you a scholarship too. That's how well you performed. And I want to know, the reason I saved you for last, last but not least, saving the best for last, what do you think about season one? Um, well, I agree with the um, other gentlemen, Donnie and the Mineral, that um, the podcast continues to get better every episode. Um, I think you have learned a lot uh, of course, the beautiful Becca Buttons carries the entire show, every episode, and does all of the technical stuff behind the scenes that no one can see but those of us on the Zoom. Um, and, uh, well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I have been, you know, in the White House a couple of times. I've been on television. I've cooked for celebrities and things. So this is, this is not new to me. Um, the format, yes, but being in the public eye, no. And um, it's just a pleasure to, to be nominated as all of the Oscar type people say. I'm just glad to be here. Well, I'm, the only thing I'm gonna say about everything you said is Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> if I could reach you. <laughs> oh. Hey, it's Jeff Will on the payroll. Don't we have that? Didn't we get that spe special uh, special package for that prepaid legal program that we offered? I hope so. Because I had to hire a real lawyer after my third ex-wife's bastard stepson didn't come to my rescue. Oh, wow. But this all is... the good ones are gone. Johnny Cochran, uh, you know, all the good lawyers are gone. I love the, the show in full context. I love the storyline that, uh, you know, each little segment has we we have multiple storylines at this point we're following chef wills endeavor i don't even know journey obstacle course since day one by the way we've followed that uh, we're watching db play some of the best golf that i'd say in his life uh, the mineral is really been enlightening on so many things that that bother us all we're just not you know we just either it doesn't we really don't think about it or it seems too trivial to really you know 
bitch about, but that's our that's the whole intent of it here and how we want it. So it's all everybody's really brought an equal part to the show. Um, I'm very happy with it. I'm glad that each of you are here and bring your little piece uh, to the Naughty Golf Podcast podcast. But the reason we are here now is to wrap up season one, kind of turn the page, and I want to know from you guys what you thought was the best of this past season. So we're going to kind of bring to our, our listeners and followers a show put together of uh, our best of, if you will. So without further ado, I think, uh, Donnie, I think you're a good one to kick off this. If you would please intro, what would be your favorite segment for um, season one? Well, I gave you, I mean, I gave you three that were pretty, pretty solid. Um, I mean, you know, I look back on it kind of looking at, looking at what we've accomplished this at this point but you know the one that really really is one that's a home run and I still scratch my head and and when I go to Walmart I think about it all the time it's from the mineral and that's the 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 the, uh, paper towels 100% I mean I kind of understand why they do the 6 and 12 now but I didn't then so I had to do research I didn't really do research. I just asked Nadine. That's my research because she's a shopaholic. So I was able to nail that down pretty quick. So what but did she say about it? Like why they well, do the know, 6 and 12? Well, if you want to discuss that now, I can. But <laughs> the 6 and 12 means that it's a double ply of the roll. So it's really 12 and 6 because you're getting double in the roll. Oh, it's like it. two ply. Thank you, Miss Nadine. <laughs> See, that's why they say six and twelve. Which, again, I wouldn't have done that investigation if my man, the mineral, wouldn't have jumped out there and put that, brought that to my attention. So, as simple as that is, that's pretty solid. I mean, Chef Will stuff has been so good all along. It's just it's, that's, but that what sticks out to me. Just to be honest, that's it, folks. Here is the minerals minute argument on rolled paper and one other quick little thing i'm tired of like bounty and paper towel companies always saying like six equals 12 six equals 11 just tell us how many is in the package that's all we need to know i don't need to know what it used to be what it is now so there's my minute no chef chef i'm interested to know what do you feel on the... I was wondering if I could speak. Uh, first of all, the mineral is brilliant. 6, 12, 24. Tell me how many paper towels are in the package. Thank you. To me, I'm all about honest advertising. You know, give me straightforward. It, it's a simple... It's a simple pitch. It's a simple marketing scheme. It's just, it's just toilet paper. Like you're only you're only fighting other toilet paper companies and they're printing the same thing. So what's it just put soft, soft, less soft and and 
this is just going to rip. You better just roll the whole thing up on your hand and wipe your ass type paper. Yeah. It's like at this point, it's we're adults. Like toilet paper and paper towels have been advertised for years. Everyone knows about them. Why do we even need to advertise about them anymore? Exactly. Like, who the hell's not buying toilet paper? Who hey. doesn't know about toilet paper and paper towel? We know what it offers, what it is. Like it's so dumb that they need to put all these stupid things on the and like, most other of, things too that don't need to be. And most of us already have. When it comes to things like <laughs> toilet paper, we already have something we're kind of we're kind of into. We, you know, we like this one. This is. I I don't think uh you might be able to see that it's an ad it's bounty two yep, equals that's what four, I use. bounty two equals five it's two separate pictures both say two equals a different number the bounty <laughs> doesn't even know how to do math at its own company that's an interesting argument to call customer service apparently uh, God so put that up again put that up again what did you say got paper towels think six equals 11 what <laughs> oh hey does it say split sheets on it i don't believe so but bounty right but there if it was split sheets wouldn't it be six equals 12 yeah, yeah but the four or five of them double roll split sheets but right. one of my rolls but that is a single but class. that's my rant that split sheet you can't pick nothing up with it that thing ain't no bigger than your hand what's that gonna pick up yeah how about, hey, here's Bounty with six rolls, select a sheet. Right. You know, it doesn't, matter what, it doesn't matter what type of paper towel you buy, they all suck. But none of them do, they don't do what they say anyway. But the split sheet, you can't even, I'm, you can't wipe nothing up with it. No. And that was like this big. Yeah. I mean, what you gonna do with that? You can't blow your nose with that. What about the like Ronnie Ronnie? ones now? It's like a little square. It's like yeah, you, you can just a square off. It's like, what's that gonna do? I think it's safe to count Bounty and Scott out of our uh, potential sponsors list. No, they need to, they need to explain themselves. Explain. They do. Yeah. they do. At least have some logic with your advertising. At least move off of that. At least it, it why is that on because your package? Packaging they, to, they want us to talk about it. Oh. Do you know they they have meetings that cost thousands of dollars. These meetings cost thousands of dollars. For them to determine what goes on the packaging, who who decided that that was the best thing to put on there? That hey, we think we can get those dumb motherfuckers if we just just yeah, if we equals eleven, right? If we just tell well, them six equals eleven, they'll believe it. They want us. They want us to talk about it. See, maybe they're still comparing to what a roll size was in like nineteen forty when paper towels. <laughs> And they're like, hey, these six rolls were 11 rolls in 1947. Still, who gives a shit? It's, we got six rolls, man. We're going to organize on this. We're going to take it as far as we need to. I will begin. You headed up. You headed up. I got your back. I got your back. Okay. You headed up. I will begin preparing emails. We can start distributing these for signatures. Uh, And we're going to send them to the big dogs, Bounty. Scott, Darman, they're all corrupt. You guys keep an eye on your post office box. Scott, you big mainstream. Scott, you big mainstream paper, rolled paper. Great value. For you. For you. You're, oh, you're going to hear from us. 
Sam's Club, like Fred Myers, like they're they're knockoff brand. They're all they're all guilty. Yeah, that's a that's a great rant. I like that. even the knockoff brands, Bill. Even the knockoff brands were a decade or two ago. It was such vague packaging. It was Czech Cola was just a check in the word check. Uh, great value was just it said great value in block aerial lettering in this very you know thing now even even they're getting fancy with their packaging and and really really taking advantage of the visual market it's a it's a fucking crime man all right folks uh again there was your minerals minute on the rolled paper which to me was was one of the bigger hitters out of the minerals minute um We'll move right along. I want to move over to the mineral, as a matter of fact. Intro your best of. All right. My best of, um, honestly, would have to probably be Chef's opening uh, introduction. Um, just because going into it, I didn't, I didn't know anything about Chef Will Regret It. And, boy, what an introduction it was. Um, just all the chaos with, we'll call it Miss S and the pooch, uh, was just unbelievable. Uh, when I listened to it, I was rolling. Um, it, it just, it was just such an introduction to chef will regret it. And I gotta say it was nothing like what I was expecting. Um, when, you know, he came on the podcast and you told me who he was and what he was going to be like, I was like, all right, well, let's see. And holy shit, blew me out of the water. Chef was just, he's, he's a character. I agree. Love the him. introduction to all of us by Chef Will was one that was not subtle. Um, yeah, it just came course. out of the gate swinging. I was just like, what the shit? And yeah, it was just. Amazing. I'm such a quiet man. I don't know what you're speaking of. Well, and then just how it's just kept going throughout the time, and just it, it's just and kept up great. Like, I think yeah. that's really good, folks. Let's go back and let's listen again to all of our introduction to Chef Will. Folks, if you've made it this far, you obviously have nothing better to do. Uh, but we thank you. Nevertheless, for joining us, we are here with the head chef at Caddy's Whiskey Tavern. We call him Chef Will. I don't, I haven't really gotten to know Chef Will really well, so I will kind of let him give his own introduction. Chef, uh, sorry you couldn't make it to the table, but we were glad we could make it to the kitchen. How are you this evening? Good evening. This is your chef, Chef Will. Chef will regret it. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry that I could not come to the dining room as normal. The other evening, I was walking out with a tray to serve a table, and Mrs. Hogan was there with her tiny teacup bucket-sized Pomeranian. And that little rat on a leash tripped me. I lost the tray that I was carrying, 
full of lovely steaks that I had cooked to perfection. And apparently that tray hit the little Pomeranian in the head. Oh my and goodness. Mrs. Hogan has a friend at the courthouse. And now that dog has a restraining order against me in my own restaurant. And and I did see Mrs. Hogan just a little bit ago. Uh, so apparently that's why the the camera and the microphone had to go back to the kitchen. Uh, Miss Miss Hogan's a regular, so <laughs> uh, lots going on back there in the kitchen. Uh, Chef, what's today's special here at Caddy's? Today's special, we have a T-bone steak with garlic mashed potatoes and grilled asparagus. We also have a maple glazed salmon with roasted Brussels sprouts and wild rice. I'm sure none of you boys will want that. Mrs. Buttons might order the salmon. No. But we have the burgers, all the burgers you usually order. We do like our burgers, but burgers just go better with whiskey, Chef. I mean, you can't you can't help it. Of course, a good T-bone. The T-bone's ungodly, ungodly expensive here, Chef. And to be honest with you, I've had better. I have to pay my bills and legal fares because of Mrs. Hogan's dog. That's a... Is Mrs. Hogan's dog okay? You've yet to mention that. You've only mentioned the legal proceedings and what's going on there. Well, it has a restraining order against him, so... I'm, sure I'm worried about the dog. <laughs> well, officially... The dog has the restraining I'm not allowed to comment. The dog could but just between us kids, have power of attorney. I don't care. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a great attitude, Chef. You have very faithful patrons, and you should, you should really probably take more concern, especially when walking out of your, your kitchen door. I, I would suggest, Chef, with with your talent in the kitchen, I think you should probably stay in the kitchen and leave the uh, leave the coming out of the doors. It's probably best that you stay in the kitchen, I think, now that I'm getting to know you. Um, so, anyhow. Really? Really? Is that what you think? <laughs> it's, you know I worked in the White House for 16 years. Did you? I served presidents. Heads of state, Congress people, dignitaries from here and far. Well, depending on which 16-year period, I, I, I could say okay. I'm not at liberty to say. You probably not. Are you? Were you given a, a security clearance working in the White House kitchen? I imagine. Well, of course, I was one step away from the president every meal he ate. There's a lot usually going on here at Caddy's. What do we can we look forward to coming up shortly? Oh, oh, we have some events coming up. Funny you should mention. Monday we have our tax day special. We'll be charging double tax on every meal <laughs> because Just... the owner needs to make up some back taxes. Oh Jesus. We have a wet t-shirt contest next Sunday. It's usually attended by the golf cart girls, the beer cart girls from the local courses. Unfortunately, this year, we've only had six caddies sign up. They are <laughs> identifying as beer cart girls. 
And on the 26th, it's James Audubon's birthday. So in honor of his contribution to arts and sciences of birds, I'm offering half off all poultry dishes. That is, that, uh, and there's no bands, nothing. No bands coming up in the night. We got, we've got the tag special. We don't have room for bands. We have to have a quarantine area for the damn dog. <laughs> you know Chef. that little rat on a leash bit me. Was this before or after you hit him in the head with the tray? Before. That's what caused me to trip. The oh, he bit you, caused you to trip, and then he got accidentally yeah. hit in the I, head. I'm gonna and now go. He has a restraining I'm on. Order. I'm on Chef Will's side on this. I think the I think the dog should have got it. You know, I love all of our patrons, but Mrs. Hogan needs to leave that little rat on a leash at home. Will all as you know, and here at Caddy's, it's not just service animal. Shorty Dog is here with us today. We have Shorty Dog joining with us at Caddy's Whiskey Tavern. I'm really hoping that you just stay in the kitchen for the rest of the night and Shorty Dog stays in <laughs> and Shorty Dog's chair for the rest of the night because I can promise I'm you... I'm not going anywhere, it's not, It won't be the restraining order you have to worry about. Buttons is going to be jumping you if you hit our dog in the head with the tray. I'll be honest Our Shorty you. Dog would never you know, do that. Mrs. Buttons is the only one of you people I like. <laughs> you know she's probably going to be the only one anyone likes in this whole thing in the end so no. uh no. we'll try to get i love you, you all i think you're all great we're gonna try to get you on more often chef but i, I really can't again since that first introduction to chef it has not been a dull moment since mm-hmm. i mean it's just i mean and just when you think you know, everything's finding this comfortable rotation. It, something else happens. You know, this recent court incident is just, yeah, it's just something else. It's always something else. It's just it's hilarious. There is the extreme color that I was talking about. There is uh, the identity. Um, the identity. I keep using that word. There is definitely his twenty-five percent, if not more. Uh, there's your proof. Right there in the introduction. Every episode since, you can see the same thing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump in with my favorite. Call me biased. Uh, But I'm going to go to our only guest so far. It was my dad. Um, Having him on the show and being able to really... um, you know, have that proud moment and show them off to you guys and our listeners. That was really special for me. So that interview of introducing you guys and our listeners to my dad uh, is going to be my best of. Folks, again, I give you PGA professional, dad, papa of the year, the interview with dad from episode four, I believe. Here it is. Bill. You're just in time to introduce yourself, Bill the Minerals Inc., live from Anchorage, Alaska. We have our first guest here, Bill, uh, PGA professional life member. Uh, You just missed his stats. We'll make sure we post them. It's a long list. I don't feel like going over them again. 
they're not really that impressive anyway. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. That was a uh, really. He's also um, one thing he he didn't send to me in his credentials is that he is the three time consecutive champion of the Smith Cup. That should have been the first. Uh, and just as the Open Championship was, when you win the title three consecutive times, you retain the cup. So the cup is, is there in the dining room, the Smith Cup. Anyhow, I'll get back. Get it. I can see it. It's sitting right here. You want me to get it? Yeah, go get it. We want to see it. There is the Smith Cup. Him and our youngest, John Walter Smith IV, have teamed up uh, three years and against me and our oldest son, Tristan, uh, who we've mentioned is a U.S. Marine. There have been a few times we have had the other two, uh, John Walters, on the edge, but just like uh, those 11 North Florida PGA section majors, Walter Smith cleaned up just in the nick of time. So anyhow, speaking, and, and Dad, this is... We call this not a golf podcast, but I do, I want you to tell everybody, uh, first of all, how you found golf. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I guess by accident, um, your grandfather, my dad, was uh, invited to play golf uh, through some people who he worked with. And uh, he, he went a few times and seemed to enjoy it. He asked, you know, I went along with him a few times. And, uh, got hooked on it and um that and i was about 12 years old so that was my starting golf your grandfather big papa big papa who i still have the privilege of of hugging and loving and have played many rounds of golf before is is probably not what you say someone who would get a professional career kicked off but definitely obviously instilled a passion into you, which you threw over to me very deeply, very passionately, and I thank you for that. I thank you, you both for that. Dan, what what is your most memorable career experience? It's a pretty impressive career, and of course, as a kid, I, I don't remember the significance of everything, but I do remember a lot of those tournaments. Of course, I didn't know how important they were. You were golf, so everybody was there to watch you anyway. What's your most memorable experience years later? I guess um, not knowing the first time I played in the, our section, the North Florida PJ section championship, not knowing that the winner got a couple PJ Tour exemptions the first year going into the second year and knowing that, and, and playing well the first year, but going into the second year knowing that, okay, there's a couple really nice perks that go along with winning this golf tournament. And having a... Um, six-stroke lead going into the last day, much rather would have been six strokes behind just for the sake of having to be able to sleep at night the night before. <laughs> just you know, with all the thoughts of, okay, if I pull this off, then this is what I'll get to do. I'll get to play the PJ Tour. So to answer your question, the most significant thing is going out that last day and burning the first hole. And making that lead eight strokes because the guy closest to me uh, made a bogey. So, I, you know, 
of all the all the things uh, I've done in golf, um, that is a great question. Thinking back, that would be it. That first hole, the last day of first section championship that I won, going out birdie in the first hole, being so nervous, and making that six stroke lead and eight stroke lead. And on on that first hole, on that on that last day, you did were you aware at that point that that was going to take you to a tour exemption? Well, I didn't know at that point. I still had 17 holes to go. But with eight, with an eight-stroke lead, it, it, um, it didn't seem too difficult. Um, so, yeah, it was, um, it, it wasn't cruising, but it was pretty close to cruising. And as I, <clears throat> if I recall correctly, that would have been the Bay Hill, correct? Bay Hill Invitational. Well, the, the event that I won got me into Bay Hill. And it also got me into the Disney Classic, which is no longer a PGA Tour. I'm going to get one more golf question before I move on. And my next question will take us into uh, Button's new segment. Folks, we have a new segment for Button's that is an entertainment segment. And I'm going to ask a question, and that's uh, to Dad, and that's going to lead us into the entertainment segment. But I do have one more question, and, and the reason I want to ask this is because we've discussed this with DB. Um, Donnie and the mineral on a previous and, and buttons on a previous episode. And then I was able to have a discussion with you about this topic and, and you really gave an enlightening opinion on it. And, and we were all kind of on the same boat, but my, our, our, our topic was Jack or Tiger, which is the, is still the conversation the greatest of all time and the consensus uh, across here was you know it just doesn't you, you can't compare when it comes to uh, course design course setup course maintenance uh, technology equipment from the ball to the club everything and, and even now how the game is is prepared for I mean these guys have you know they're in the gym and there is a golf gym routine when back when Jack was performing at his best there was no real routine in the gym for a golfer but then you had an interesting take on it and I'd like your take so I'll ask you just simply and you can go from there Jack or Tiger at this point who is it, it, who is the goat the greatest of all time of golf oh well it's you know everyone has their own opinion and trying to compare the two eras is is probably what is the most difficult and separates a lot of the, the arguments and uh, opinions on who is the go. To me, I think you have to make it um, total, total body of work. That it's not just about what you've accomplished on the golf course, the tournaments you've won, the majors you've won. It's, it's you know, there's these guys are, are such public figures, and you got to take into account how they have conducted their personal lives and the things they've done, whether it be charitable contributions or just plain not getting in trouble. It's a total body of work, in my opinion. So if you look at it that way, quite honestly, and obviously it's got to be Jack Nicholas, right? So I, neither one, you know, I'm, I, I have no particular, I'm not, you know, I, I think both are could be equally the greatest of all time, but if you factor in everything about their lives, uh, personal lives, um, then you got to give them up. Yeah. I muted myself. I think that's a, a, a very 
um, honest and a very accurate assessment. Uh, that's something I think I can get behind. I think the the argument is is ultimately still open and will forever be uh, until someone just comes and crushes them both, which God could be never. Right. Um, but I, I think they've they've each had their different struggles in the game and in their personal life that the other may have not been faced with. They've been faced with different struggles and competition in their professional lives and in in competition not equal to each other or that you can't compare. You have to look at who they're competing against as well. So I appreciate that take, Dad. And, and Well, if you want your kids or grandkids to go, go read each player's biography, which one are you going to want them to read? You know, it's, it's, um, Tigers are going to be filled with all the off-the-course transgressions and all those things. And Jacks aren't, you know, is not going to have a whole lot of that at all in it. So that's kind of how I would set both of them up is um, – Hey, let your grandkids go back and read the, their biographies and, and see which one you'd rather, you know, have them read. I think it's safe to say you could probably read both biographies and find good examples um, in both of, of who. who I, if I was to um, show my kids, okay, this is the type of people you want to be, there would be a big stack of books. Um and it would be just little pieces from every little book. So I could probably say, yeah, there are a good amount of uh, things I could probably pull out of Tiger's biography and say, this is a good example, son. Um, oh, sure. Um, well, excuse me for being mushy, but if there was any one person that I would want my to, my kid, kids to be modeled after, it would it would be my dad. Uh, that that he takes it full context. So. Well, thank you, but we're talking about either Jack or Tiger, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind my kids and grandkids falling in Tiger's footprints, but there's a few places along the way I'd like to have them, you know, jump off the path. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. Yeah, slightly. Uh, so, okay, so I'm going to – That is going to uh, wrap up the most – all right, folks, that, again, Pop's dad. The whole reason that any of this is really going was my love for golf, which was planted, seeded by him. Uh, I can't thank him enough. So there's my best of. He's the whole reason that we're even on this podcast, I'll be honest with you. He's the only reason that I've really met, maybe, maybe not Donnie, but either of you other gentlemen, if it weren't for Anchorage trip that is definitely golf and business related, and if it wasn't for this podcast, wanting to come set up shop, I wouldn't know Chef Will. And there's a good chance that Donnie B, with the relationship, how the relationship was was started with just kind of a business relationship. It, if it wasn't for golf, there's no telling. Uh, we may have not have talked for 10 years at this point. So that's all because of Walter Smith. So, I want to move over to the beautiful Becca Buttons. Buttons, you have, if uh, co-piloting is, is really an understatement, at many times you've piloted this thing, you definitely, if there's, if we can say that we have a sponsor, it would be Becca Buttons. So, tell us, Buttons, what 
season one has stuck out to you the most? Well, it's not really a segment, but it would be Donnie and Jay's bullshit about the the golf game that they're going to have, and I'm anxious for it, and I'm not even playing. Oh. <laughs> it's the shit talk between Donnie and I in this little match that we've got uh, coming up once I make it home. That's a good one, Button. Folks, <laughs> enjoy our shit talk. Over on the other time zone that we cover here on the Naughty Golf Podcast on the Eastern Seaboard. We've got Donnie B that is spitting out 79s like it's going out of style. I think it was a three 79s and a 78 that I've gotten in the last two or three nine. weeks. It was 79, 78, 79. Okay, so two 79s and a 78. What yep. scares me more than the low round is the consistency. Yeah, it was been pretty fun lately. I tell you, on uh, number 16 at Lake City Country Club, 168 out over the water. Did you hit your tee shot over the water? Pretty crazy, yeah. Tell me about the win that day. Well, it was at our back, but it wasn't 50, <laughs> 50 miles an hour. It was. Uh, Donnie, let me find out. Let me find out you've been playing ladies tee. Once you get the credit, once you get the boy some credit, how about it? Um, oh, I, Donnie, the, I, he can't see the mineral. This is this is the deal with Jay. Like he's got to get out of his. He's working right. The man's mm -hmm. working. He has to send me a shot of him striping, whatever it's five iron, seven iron. I don't know. That was an eight iron, brother. But it was in the. It was in. You could tell he hit like six inches behind the ball. You could tell, right? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Like, I'll slow that down and send it to you. He's going to act like that's like the shot of like the shot. Like, can you tell him okay. you got to have more than two shots around Mineral? Can you let him know? You can't just come in with a video with two shots. Come it on. Was the only we got to see a freaking shots ball. I hit. I grabbed the well, two balls that are in the trunk of my, that I'm sorry, in the back of my truck, right? Yeah, I ate yeah. iron this in the back of my truck. I pulled those out. I threw it down, threw them down. I grabbed the rocks to make sure I didn't make sure there wasn't no rocks where I was hitting. And I striped both. I pulled the second one a hair, but I did not hit those fat. It was not a bit behind the balls at all. I, I was I, I almost actually thinned them because I was afraid to get too far into that dirt. And try, that's my only eight iron. It's it's. My eight iron. It's, it's not a backup. So let me let let me explain something about my game, and and this is important because uh, I'm 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 happy where it is right now because it could go away tomorrow, right? That's the way golf is. I mean, this way it is. But let me. I know we're not supposed to talk about golf that much. However, since you brought it up last um last October November, we did like a guys trip. We went over to Palm Coast and. We played, and I, I really sucked it up. I mean, it was really embarrassing. So I actually changed my grip, believe it or not, Jay. And really? after, I changed my, after I changed my grip, it has brought it down, 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 down. Ball striking has been really good, but with my new grip, I'm able to handle my wedges a lot better. So I'm able to recover a little bit easier. And my, that means my gap wedge and my sand wedge 
all of those things are really working for me. So that's what's making the difference. And it's not the putting. It's not the, the drives are fine. You know, the little small draw that I hit, it's not bad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just – I just got lucky, man. Somebody showed me, changed my grip, and it's just made the difference. Tempo and grip. That's it. And I got oh. something for you when you show up. Donnie throws another scorecard. And yeah, he's adding fuel to the fire. It just, it's getting lower, folks. I'm not telling you who I'm going for until the day up. Uh-oh. Um, I, can, I can honestly say, listeners, um, we've talked a lot of shit. I respect Donnie's game. I'm really glad that he is playing well. Um, I'm no by no means intimidated uh, because this is a game that I truly love and the competition is what I love. And it wouldn't be fun if I, you know, took the match all the time. But I will say today was one of the first times that I thought to myself when I saw the scorecard, okay, this it, this this man is, is going to play. And this is not going to be – this is going to be harder than it's ever been. Um. The seven seven today, Donnie. It's it's feeling good, man. That's all I can tell you. It's feeling really, really freaking good right now. Intimidating is not the right word. It's it, but I will say it is a little. Um, Chef will help me out. You're um, talking too much about golf. It it is. Amen, Chef. It's a, it's a little more I'm ta- I'm taking it definitely more seriously. It's not going to be as much of a joke. I know it's not going to be as much of a mental game. I am going to have to bring my best if you're going to play like you've been playing and if you're going to keep continuing to improve. Um, it is definitely going to be a lot of work for me and it's getting to the point where I probably would not bet on myself. Is that what I think that's the best way to put it, Donnie? If my money's on it, Oh. Beck is Beck is my inspiration on this. I just want to let you know. However, however, DB Beck of Buttons is my inspiration. <laughs> Donnie, I'm not sure if you realize. I'm sure you know, but have you realized to this point that even during the breaks, I'm still recording? Yeah. Okay. So in um, editing, wait, in, what? In the last editing, the last episode. Don't worry, Chef. We'll keep it secret. Trust me. Trust me, we are your friend. Uh, however, Donnie, in, in That's listening That's what my to, first four ex-wives said. When I do editing, I do listen to the recording from start to finish. That is from the point I hit record to the time everybody hangs up. I would like to play a little sample, just a, a little few seconds here, of a... Um, this is you on one of the breaks. Jay's been such a better golfer than me, really, truly. Just all jokes aside, he has been. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. What'd you say? Mm. I didn't <laughs> I hear that. Hold on. This is a recording, so you're going to have to put your head a little closer, okay, Donnie? Yeah, I'm, got, I'm with you. All right, this was during the break. Uh, this was during a break. Uh, recording episode six. Here it comes. Jay's been such a better golfer than me, really, truly. Just all jokes aside, he has been. 
Hey, I'm telling you, you I, have been. And I also feel like he cut it off right before you were about to say, but. Bill, you, yeah. you, you called me out too short. You got to give me a chance. <laughs> Bill, you didn't give me a chance to well, be he's humble. He's got something for you. Bill, you didn't give me a chance to be humble. I did make sure that uh, I pulled more than just that clip. It was more than Donnie being humble. And this, th this was humble. This was uh, completely sincere, what he says now. Listen. But I got something for him this time. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I got something for him this time. And Donnie, you uh, truly, you nah, truly I wish do. I could be there. <laughs> that Been telling is. Him, Jeff. Been telling him. That, uh, I, again, I can't, I can't express enough how excited I am to get home, play some golf with DB. I really want to. I really want to see this great golf. It, I mean this sincerely. I really want to see you play some great golf. And if that means that um, I have to have a bad, if the golf gods have to bless me with a bad day and, and you, you know, take this home and take the bragging rights home in front of all of our listeners, uh, in front of our crew here, and in front of my, my beautiful bride buttons. And I'll be there live. It's a, it's for a sacrifice. So, really, really, Donnie. Um, it's a win-win for me, buddy. It's a win-win for me. You win, I feel good. Don't, I win. Don't start that reverse psychology I stuff. Feel good. <laughs> don't listen, Donnie. Don't listen. Don't. I'm not. Cut it I, out. I, Cut it I, out. I, I'm oh not. man, let's get. Only thing, am I supposed to let? Am I? Am I supposed to let the boss um, win? No. I'm. I, I, don't let him win. Let's be clear. When is the last check you have been deposited? From the Smith or I just, golf I just podcast, deposited podcast. one the other day. Well, that was for the Smiths. <laughs> that would technically you be paying us if you look at it that way. Anyhow, I'm super looking forward again. I, would, I just look, I just want to, I want you to come home, let's have a good time, you know, win or lose. We're going to have a great time. We are. We you know, it's the way it's going to be. I hope, I hope we tie it in the end. Okay? How about that? That would – I would I would love that. And, <laughs> and uh, documenting – But you're going to have to bring your A game behind me. Documenting that, whether or not it gets out, which we'll put it out. Don't worry. But whether that whether or not that goes out, having that documented and having that filed away for me to go back and watch in, you know, 20 years from now or – or whatever, show it at your, you know, show it on the screen at your funeral or whatever. That would be just absolutely <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That's a thought. Yep. Folks, and if he dies first, we'll show it at his funeral. Yeah, that's for damn sure. It'd be pretty and bad you... because Thursday I turned 58. So if you get beat by a 58-year-old man, you, you, uh. 58 is young. Well, shit, when you put it that way, it's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> Jay should be 68. I mean, it's either way. That's kind of like getting your ass beat by your, old, you know, your old grandfather. Like, like you lose either way like, if you. Beat by you, It's like being beat by your daddy. Actually. Yeah, you lose either way. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chef Will. Uh, we've saved the best for last again. Uh, I would like to know. We would like to know. Our listeners would like to know uh, what is your best of what was your favorite part of season one hmm. let me think 
favorite part of season one? Well, I got to meet the beautiful Becca Buttons, of course. But, and I, uh, let me rephrase that. Not only that, but there's an issue. Uh-oh. That Donnie B therapy, you need a pep talk session. I have a problem with that. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm a wonderful man. I don't need an intervention. <laughs> That's exactly. That was a horrible, horrible segment on this otherwise beautiful not a golf podcast podcast where you people still seem to talk a lot about golf <laughs> that I don't understand. Well, that's the, that's the I am so your number one fan. That's the exact so opposite of what fan. I asked you. But awesome. nevertheless, I answered honestly. I, I told you how I feel. You understand where I come from. I think. And I, I, I do have a couple of other comments. Um, to the minerals minute on toilet paper, I, I, I agree with him. I understand. And I, ha I have to ask a question that I don't think I heard him ask. Why do they advertise toilet paper? Tell me one person that's but not buying this already. Exactly. Who doesn't yeah, know about it? Yeah, Buttons brought up that exact as that point. And I have another question. Along with other things that people it's are buying. for you, yeah. our host. Uh-oh. Shoot, oh, Jeff. Shit. What is going on with your knees? Those of us on the, the Zoom call are blinded by your pale knees. <laughs> Could you please put them out on the, the whatever land mover thing you're using to build a golf course and get a little sun? I know you're out in the cold Montana, Utah, wherever you are, but the sun still shines at least six or seven minutes a day. Uh, That's we're what gonna... we call white knobby knees, Chef Will. I'll tell you what. We're gonna I want to make this. another comment. One more, if I may. Uh, go ahead. I, I just heard that Donnie B is going to have a birthday this week, and I wish him nothing but the best. Happy birthday, good health, and all of this. And I wish to be as young as you again. Can you sing, miss? Can you sing happy birthday to me? Please. Oh, no, no, no. I think we no. can. If, if this was a video call, I can oh, break dance it for you. I can't say. I thought you have a rap Come on, version chef. secretly, but I ain't. Come on, chef. I thought, I, I thought you might want to do a rap version for me. You got one of those? Oh, I haven't rapped since MC Hammer was a young man. Oh. Well. I knew Millie Vanilli and they ruined my life. I know you're drinking really hard right now. Don't lather up. I'd rather hold off on that voice. <laughs> Use it for something else. Hey, he needs to do it Marilyn Monroe style. This happy is my birthday. voice sober. That's what we need. I... Marilyn Monroe style happy birthday singing from Chef Will. But uh, but I would tell the host I still oh, think I can do that. Happy birthday <laughs> to you, Mr. President. 
Hold on, I need wine. Let's keep here. Was that was that your? Uh, is that one? It's of not the, over. One of the time in my house. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew her well. Yes. I won't say intimately on public display, <laughs> but is that why you have four wives? And this is a what's been going for five, or was it before then? Oh, you're confused. Five. I have four ex-wives. Oh. I'm currently married, and I'm hoping that Mariska Hargitay will be my sixth ex-wife. Uh, and you know that famous picture of Marilyn holding down her skirt when it's blowing up? Okay. I was the one blowing it up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've had a good life. I, I, I think there's some strength to you, Chef Will. Oh, yes. Very strong. Very strong. I can bench press at least two or three pounds of pasta at a time. That's impressive. Oh, folks, now that I've got my breath caught about me, let's, um, you know, let's just keep the laughter going. This is the motivational speech, Donnie's motivational speech to Chef Will, episode one. Enjoy. (laughs) Do something with (laughs) Chef's attitude. Are you implying I'm broken? No. Just because you need a motivation doesn't mean that you're broken. Donnie, help me out here, Donnie. Chef Wills, you know, it's okay. Let me tell you why it's okay, Chef. And this is what you need to realize. You know, we have have a thing in our life where we have to look at the glasses half empty or half full. That's the problem. Refill the glass. Refill the glass. But this is the thing. It's, life's kind of like a hurricane. All right? There's two parts of a hurricane. There's an eye, right? And there's an eye wall. Right now, you are in the eye wall for some reason. You're not in control. You're not. I feel very judged right now. You're not in control. You've got to look at the big picture, right? Like, you have people who come in. So what? Little lady comes in with her dog. Was that that big of a deal? You got 90 other people in there. I could have broken my leg. That needs you with a broken leg or, you know, whatever, right? You got you got another leg that you can walk on. Forget the broken leg. Get in a wheelchair, right? Shorten the, shorten the stove level. I don't know. But find a way to do it. Because as winners, we find a way. Every day, we find a way. When, when, so I just feel right now, you need to really do a a self-examination, count to 10, do something, and reflect who you are, all right? Well, I tell you what, man, if you just, if you just make a mediocre steak tonight, just over mediocre. What? I have never made a mediocre steak in my life. Tell me who Will is. This guy. Will. Chef Will. What's your motivation, Chef? My motivation is to get through this life as quickly as possible and retire. What about the other people that are wanting to eat your delicious food each and every day? 
not the old lady with the dog again. Let's get off her. She's done. She's paid and she's out the door. Yeah, you got your leg broke. So what? Let's move on. Life's full of opportunity. And the only way you get better, Chef Will, is to take those opportunities by hand, day in and day out, to finish, to win. You got to win, Will. You got to change your attitude. You got to win. I don't feel like you've ever had a broken bone. That was that was the Don DB's motivational speech to Chef Will, and I think we all agreed at this point. Um, those other best ofs we just mentioned are shit, and this episode takes takes the cake. Best of episode seven, your season finale, folks, is our best of. I think this is really good. We're loving it. Um, oh my god. Folks, that's going to be a wrap on Season 1. The NAGP crew will return with Season 2 premiere. Oh, my God, my face still hurts. I know. Mine feels weird. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, Did uh, you all drink too much? Um, Probably. That's the fa- well, I will say the face is a little warm because of the whiskey, but um, the muscles hurt because of... I ain't cold no more, that's for sure. Because of this. Yeah, all of this. Um... Anyway, we'll be back. Myself, Buttons, Bill the Minerals Inc., Mr. America himself, Donnie B. Chef will regret it. Season 2 premieres Sunday, August 28th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be live on YouTube. Gentlemen, lady, listeners, we're going to host Shane Matthews, former Gator and 14-season NFL QB, host of the Podat Podass. Pot up, pot up with That's Matthews. That's the second episode you've messed up on the list. Yeah, it is. Uh, pot up with Matthews podcast, and I'm most excited about hearing him uh, co-voice the voice of the uh, Gators on Gator Radio Network this year. So, um, way to, that's going to be a, a hell of a way to kick off season two, uh, lady and gentlemen. Hell of a way to put an end to season seven i thank each and every one of you season seven i'm sorry episode <laughs> seven season one i'm sorry my this is i've had more to drink than him just so y'all know i'm just be honest with i know you, I'm, I'm just, old but i didn't think i was here seven seasons it's been a long my boat is filling time. up with water and i'm just trying to get back to the boat ramp at this point <laughs> uh, uh, don't forget uh, as always, we uh, listen, download, follow, and share. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Naughty Golf Pod. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you listen to your podcast. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it is my extreme privilege and pleasure to do this next to you. I look forward to seeing you again. Season, not season seven, season two. Season two. Episode 1, that is a wrap on Season 1. Are you living just to die, my friend, nerd, with your earthly wounds? In dying, you can never get up yonder where the faithful go. I'll see you on the other side, rolling on Jordan's hide. If I die tomorrow, lay away your sorrow, I'll see you on the other side.
I took like six naps this weekend. 